Good morning. This is Mark from MetalForever.com. We're speaking with Matt Barlow this morning with uh, Ashes of RAs. Uh, Matt should be joining any minute. So we'll. Uh, I'm here. Oh, hey, Matt. Good morning. Thanks so much for joining. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. So I'm excited to talk to you. I've been a been a fan of your music and and your vocals for a long time, and I think we have some mutual friends in the business, which you know you may or may not end up talking about, but. Uh, I know today we want to talk, uh, start about your Ashes of Ares uh, band and your new release, uh, Well of Souls, which I think uh, just recently came out. I had a chance to listen to it on Spotify the other day, uh, really digging it. So uh, what can you tell us about the new CD? And um, let's start there. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's new, uh, <laughs> right, right out of the gate. It's, it's kind of a, um, it's, it's been a while since, you know, since the last record, obviously, and some people, you know, were kind of, kind of wondering about that. You know, things that that occurred um, in between. Um, no, obviously, there were a lot of things that that happened. Um, we did change our label. Um, we also, um, you know, we had we had Van playing on the record, but he's no longer a, a full time member. There were some there were some things that that occurred in his personal life um, with his with his wife that kind of put the band on hold for a while for us, and um, and then. Also, you know, he basically ended up, he was working with another band, Ghost Ship Octavius, um, which he's able to tour a lot more with and, and, and things of that nature. And, you know, it's more of a, more of a um, I guess, a financially more stable situation uh, for him as well. So um, he did play on this record. However, he's not a full-time member. Um, he Play, we asked him to play on the record because he he was available. He was familiar with a lot of the songs that we had, you know we were we had worked on uh, previously, and so it just made it just made sense. Um, he's a he's a, a fantastic drummer and a, you know very professional and a great guy as well. So um, we paid him to to do the record and and it would, so it worked out for everybody. Um, but as yeah. far as as far as the the writing is concerned, um, we we kind of made some concerted efforts to, to really look at look at the first record and try to improve upon it. Um, you know, there, as far as everything, as far as song structure, um, just kind of, you know, doing things a little differently because um, we wanted to kind of expand out a little bit and, and kind of spread our wings a bit uh, creatively. We also knew that we wanted a, a little bit different tone to the, to the entire record, um, not only, not only, writing wise but also sonically we wanted you know the a, a different sounding record we didn't want it to be the same as the last and there were things that we thought we could improve upon from the last one like um, um, maybe making the mix a little a little more guitar rich if you would you know we're just trying to really make you know it's it's a heavy metal record you know and, and it's a heavy metal band and we wanted to really emphasize the guitars so a lot of work with guitar tones and things like that and overall production in in the mix um we wanted to do a lot of, i got to do a lot of things I, I wanted to do as as far as you know layered vocals and things like that um you know i know some some people don't like the layered vocals i mean you know there's all kinds of people that, that have different tastes on things but to me when it comes down to when it comes to it, i want the song to sound the best it can possibly sound and if that means you know doing harmonies and things like that trying different different textures of voices then I'm going to do that and because I can you know I'm, I'm basically at that point in my life um, where I go you know what I can do this people dig you know for the most part people dig what I do so 
so I'm going to do it, and uh, and I had a lot of fun doing it. You know, um, I I worked with uh, we worked with uh, Rob Osterline from Terrarium Studios on this. I worked with Rob uh, just previously, you know, prior in the in the same year, um, doing vocals for uh, We Are Sentinels, and I had a really good time with Rob. Man, he's a super nice guy, uh, very laid back and very cool, and um, just had a, a lot of. Now I didn't I didn't record my vocals with him for this record. I recorded them at home, but I was in close, you know, uh, communication with him as I was doing it. So um, a lot of things, you know, he helped me out a lot on a, on a lot of technical aspects of it and, and things of that nature. So um, it was nice to to have that, you know, that guy I could bounce ideas off of and things like that. And then uh, when we finally got to the, to the mixing side of it, um, he was just, you know, great fun to work with. So uh, I think Freddie and I both had a really good time in the studio uh, mixing down the record, but it, it's you know, it's it's different. It's a different sounding record. I th- I believe, um, hopefully for the better for people. Um, hopefully that you know, I know that some people like on the last record, some people's opinion on on the first record was it's a grower. You know, there's there's stuff in there. There's all kinds of stuff. If you're really listening, there's we we put a lot a lot into it. It you know, it's not maybe not the the hit song. You know, kind of stuff. You know, we're not we're not writing we're not writing uh, pop music. You know, we're not writing uh, top ten music. This is heavy metal, and there's a lot of layers to it, and uh, a lot of things that that we want to put in there and, and make people listen and think and and, and enjoy it in that in that regard. So I think uh, yeah. the way that I the way that I see it, you know, Ashes of Aries music is stuff that you, you know you go home you you put on you put it in the CD player or you know whatever your particular thing is. You throw your cans on your ears and you and you really just get into it and um, that's that's the way that I like music and that's the way that I I like to write music so and I think Freddie yeah I mean, you kind of answered this in some ways but I, um, my next question I was going to ask was just kind of the progression from the first release uh, to this one I've, is it fair to say this one probably a little better production maybe the so- songs a little more sophisticated I feel like there's maybe a little more melody a little more melodic perhaps. Um, I mean, would they would they all be accurate depictions? I mean, it sounds like you were definitely trying to kind of grow into the to the next re- you know this this new release. Yeah, and it, well, and it's, and it's weird too because um, kind of the way that <clears throat> Freddie and I were looking at it, Freddie was was actually looking at as far as the way that he was writing his music um, and doing his his he was actually um, I think in, he intended to definitely go heavier as far as the guitar sounds and things like that and and do some more. You know, uh, some more um, uh, progressive type stuff. You know what I mean? Um, not, I don't know progressive metal, but you know, definitely there's some more progressive elements in there, time signature changes and things like that. And that's what he was going for. And it ended up it, the music ended up sounding very, very heavy and very dark in a lot of spots. And 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 I sort of went um, another direction with, I, you know, I was doing some different things tonally with my voice, but also. I wanted to do layers of harmony in there. I wanted there to be nice, you know, nice, rich um, melody and harmony in a, like a lot of the choruses and stuff. And so that's what I was, you know, that's what I was going for. There's some, you know, some stuff in there. If you're listening now, because we don't, you know, because it is a heavy metal record, we're not mixing it exactly like, there's a lot of, I, I want to say, quote, sticks moments in there, like harmonies and stuff like that that I'm, that I'm working on that are very, like, kind of, um, Sticks like and if you pulled all the music down and you were listening to just my just my vocals, you'd go, huh? That's you know you might be scratching a little bit, 
it doesn't it doesn't necessarily shine through in in the mix because you know again we're doing a heavy metal record so I didn't want those those uh, those particular harmonies to to drown out other stuff and I didn't want this to be you know this is not the Matt Barlow show you know this is Ashes Varies and and we yeah. wanted it to be a, a full mix but I was really happy when I'm when I'm doing the harmonies and things like that and I pull down the music and I can hear it and and I hear all these these little nuances. Um, and I think that people, if they're listening to them, they can hear them as well. It's just, it's just they're not, they're not in your face. So I, I, again, I urge people to, you know, throw in the cans and listen and just, you know, kind of take it in. And we, and we, you know, we're obviously shooting for, again, it's a heavy metal record. We're obviously shooting for the, the mix to be um, in the sweet spot in a, at, a, at higher volumes, you know. Um, and that it is a trick. It's a tricky thing mixing a, a heavy metal record a lot of times because, Sometimes you can end up really, really, really thin. Um, you can really end, end up really thin up top at higher volumes if you, depending on how you mix it. And we so we were trying to trying to mix it so we've got full strength at a, at higher volumes, and hopefully that that, that really comes through uh, with this record. That's cause that's quote, kind of what we were shooting for. And I think sonically, I think we hit we hit where we wanted to be. So yeah no it's really strong and um I really enjoyed it and uh it's like anything in heavy metal sometimes you got to give it three four listens and then you really start picking up the songs but I just felt there's a lot of variety I think there's even a couple slower tempo tracks in there as well so i mean uh it's, it's right. very impressive um uh, if I may ask you this how did you approach like how do you approach writing for this band uh versus for example when you, when you were in ice earth i mean I assume you're equally heavily involved in writing the ice earth style albums that you were a part of but is it, well, is it no, I wasn't really. I mean, I, I've actually got more, more, you know, more ability in in this creatively. Um, I, I, you know, honestly, I, I think I think yeah. everybody knows that Ice Earth is John's baby. Now, he he may have he may be trading off um, more with writing um, now. I, I don't know because I, I you know I'm not I don't like pick John's brain whenever we talk. You know, I don't pick his brain about music and stuff like that. That's you know that's. Sure. You know, Ice Earth is Ice Earth, and, and I, I do know that he and Stu have a really good working relationship, which is awesome, because that's really, I think that's really important for songwriter and and, and songwriter and, and, and vocalist slash songwriter to, to work well together. I think Freddie and I have a, a very good dynamic, but, you know, I actually can um, contribute, a, I contribute a little bit more, um, I think, well, I contribute a lot more, I think, with Ashes of Grace A, I, I do the you know the main body, ninety-five percent of the of the, uh, of the the songs, the vocal melodies, the lyrics, and things like that. Now, Freddie contributes lyrics and and uh, vocal bits to um, to this uh, record as well. So that's you know we have the give and take. And then I you know I I come up with um, a song um, like uh, Let All Despair. I had, I did a basic acoustic stuff with the with the main vocal melody over it, and and pretty much you can sort of tell with that song it's it's very uh the the vocal melody is very much um alike in each of the of the verses it's not a standard typical uh song as as it as it were you know it's it's got yeah. it doesn't have like a standard verse chorus you know it kind of is like almost a verse slash chorus with each uh with each passing verse and then um and that's kind of the way it was written and i said hey freddie can you make this a song now you know because <laughs> i'm not that great of a guitar player you know and, and i and i don't <laughs> right. you know, I, I don't envision the, the entire the entire big picture like 
as far as like the, the, the bass drums, you know, guitars and stuff like that, um, lead bits. So then he took it and, and ran with it and made it a full song, you know, and, and it's awesome, man. You know, it ends up, and that's the cool thing about that collaboration. I didn't see the full picture, but I did see the beginning, you know what I mean? I saw like, this is, this is the, the intro and this is the melody to the song. And then he just took it to another level, and then it just opened it up for me, to, like in the heavy parts, just to really go and, and, and fly. So, you know, it, I think that that's that's amazing. If, if you, like if you're like me, that you can't write an entire song because you don't have the chops to do that. Um, it's it's awesome to have a partner that that can, you know. And and I think that that's that's really amazing. Um, I think it's it's very cool to, to have that. Um, and and he, you know, we're on the we're on the same wavelength on a lot of things. And some things, you know, honestly, you know, I, I I'll do a, a bit over a song that he's written, and he'll, yeah, I wasn't really thinking that, that was be right. Can we try doing it this way? And you know, as long as everybody leaves their egos at the door, that's how you end up with good songs. You know, that's that's the way I see it anyway. You know, if I if I don't if I'm not like, you know, digging my heels in, else there are some parts that I might dig my heels in and go, man, I, I really think that this is a hook, you know, this is this is a good bit, and, and you know, he'll concede, but, you know, I, I concede on a lot of his ideas as well, and, and I think that's really important um, if you're going to have a, a partnership, so, anyway, I don't know yeah. if I answered your question, but we, we do, yeah, end, no, we, we do end uh, up writing so, songs differently, it, it works you know, both ways, either he presents me with something, or I present him with something, and we work on it together, so. Uh, where did you guys ultimately record this album? I know in this day and age of uh, you know transferring and sharing the electronic files, and it's easy to write a lot of songs you know remotely. But uh, it seems like you guys got together to mix and master it. I guess in Minnesota, in Minneapolis. But uh, is that also where you recorded? Or did you go somewhere else to record this album? No, we we all, we recorded everything separately. Um, uh, I've recorded my stuff in my studio. Freddie did his in his studio, and Van did his in his studio. So. Um, it was, we did do some um, reamping at uh, at Terrarium as far as like the the guitar tones and stuff like that because we wanted it we wanted there to definitely be some you know distinctive again distinctive guitar tones and bass tones and things like that um, and you know it was nice because we did it was you know file sharing is is amazing you know it really is uh, a very helpful tool especially when we live in in separate you know parts of the of the U S I'm in Delaware and. And Freddie is in in Arizona. Van's up in New York. Um, so it it was just really nice to do be able to do that. And um, and then you know we sent all the files to to Rob, and he had basic mixes. He knew he knew kind of where we were going with it because he um, he actually helped us out with with our demo um, that we had we had chopped around, which is you know much like you know very little change. As far as the, the the direction, but I did I did re-record all my vocals because I just thought you know it's still demo and I there were some ideas that I'm I had going into it going ah, I think I want to change that a little bit I want to do this I want to tweak this so when I when I recorded I did it in you know over a couple weeks span um, which was nice too that's kind of relaxing it's it's a lot better than going into the studio for a week and going okay you got four or five days to record everything okay um, right. so. It's not. It's it's definitely nicer to be able to do it, you know, in a more relaxed, you know, situation. I can get up in the, whenever, you know, I can do it whenever, you know, whenever I feel inclined to go out and, and do it. Um, so that's that's always nice. But uh, but yeah, so it it it's definitely different in that aspect too. This is the first record that I've done where I did pretty much um, 
produced myself, um, you know, at home. I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't have anybody telling me what to do or, or hey, you can do this better. And maybe, maybe that's not as good. I, I don't know. I'd like to, I'd like to hope that I, through the years, I've had, I have some kind of idea of, of what I want to do and, and how I want to do it and deliver it. So hopefully, it, it, it worked out for, for the best. Yeah, and how many uh, videos were you guys able to shoot so far uh, for this release? I know the Alien, I guess, was like the first official single. And uh, how many did you guys end up shooting? Yeah, we uh, we actually ended up doing uh, two um, with my good eye, um, and they're you know it's awesome because they gave us a great deal on 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 the two, um, and it, you know we we did do them kind of back to back. Um, and, you know, we shot we shot two videos basically in one day, and then you know we were able to to do it. Let All Despair was actually our first was actually our first release, and so that released about two weeks uh, prior to the prior to the launch, and then and then uh, the Alien released on the day of the release. Um, so, um, and then we we had done a, a, a Rock of Angels Records did a, a lyric video for Soul Searcher as well. Um, <coughs> prior to the yeah. release, you know, it's a couple of weeks um, before Let All Despair came out. So, but it, it was a lot of fun, man. I mean, it, it's it it, it is, uh, you know, whenever you sit there and do a song over and over and over again, you know, so you get all these cool looks. But it's it's still it's still neat um, for me the process, and I'm I'm just in awe at, the, at those guys, uh, Dave and Allie, that can sit there and and go over this stuff and edit it and and bring all this stuff together and make us look like you know rock stars or whatever because because we're not you know we're just a bunch of nerds but it, it yeah. looks looks pretty cool <laughs> i mean the video definitely looks pretty cool and um you know definitely yeah yeah i i, I dug it it's uh I, I think it turned out really really well so yeah no the, it, it's, they're solid production's good heavy riffs like it's it's uh i'm really i'm really enjoying them as well and uh so if i may ask you this so then i you know the natural question is always you know about playing live shows and trying to, to tour behind this band and this release. So can you talk, speak a little bit about kind of how, what your plans are for, for playing live shows? Yeah. Well, you know, we're, we're going to just like with the last one, man, we're going to try to get out there and play as much as we can. Um, it, you know, we, we are kind of bound to our, our career schedules and things like that, but you know, we do have the opportunity to, to get out there. Um, the other, the other thing that falls in is, is always the, the financial aspect of it. Um, I know that, Right now, this day and age, it's uh, it's a tough market, man, because everybody's touring. Because that's how you make your that's how you make your dough in this business. Yeah. Um, I I make my dough by means of another career. So that's not you know I'm not out there. I'm not going to be out there uh, you know going at it full force because I I can't you know that I've got other other obligations. But if we can pick up some shows, if we can do some some tours if we can you know do some opening spots for other bands uh you know all the better man we'd, we'd love to do that i mean you know we'd obviously like to get over and do some festivals if possible because you know we we can hit a, a, a larger uh a larger segment of of the of the heavy metal population if we can do that so that's that's always a good thing um i don't like to i don't like to promise you know the the world to people, man. You know, all I can say is we will do our best to get out there, and if it's you know if it's financially feasible for us to do it, and that means you know, in the big scheme of things, it it means you know getting guarantees and stuff like that, so that we can buy plane tickets and you know rent vehicles and all that other good stuff. That's all all very necessary um, in this day and age. We're not you know we're not young kids anymore. We can't just all throw our shit in the back of a van and, and go. 
you know, we have, <laughs> right, of course. We, we have to make, yeah. you know, we have to make solid plans because we, you know, we got to get back to, to work at, you know, whatever time, you know, we need to, we need to do it. So, um, I can't, you know, I can't risk my, my, uh, my personal finances and my family and, and career and all that other good stuff to, to do this. But, you know, it, in the, in the best situations and we have done it, you know, because we, we, you know, we're, we're responsible guys. We, we get out there and, and do it and we, and we hump it, but it's, uh, it is, it's, it's a little, it's a little different, uh, I guess for us. Um, yeah. Yeah. So when it comes to, to trying to play shows and touring and, and things like that, so how, how do you, um, do you try to do it in little spurts of time, two, three weeks? And, and is that, is that your, uh, work kind of, uh, flexible with you on that or how, do, how does that work for you? Uh, just schedule yeah. wise. Yeah, and yeah. So long as I have, uh, you know, I, I use my vacation time, you know, essentially. Sure. So I, I just have to schedule it properly and, and and get it out there. That's what I did when I went back with Ice Earth. Um, you know, all the tours that we did when I was when I was with Ice Earth, I just I worked it out with my with my schedule because I had the, the time to do it. But you know, then again, that was Ice Earth, and and you know that they had the budget to be able to fly me from point A to point B, and. You know, we were doing big festivals with big guarantees and stuff like that. So, you know, uh, my my plane tickets came out of the came out of the budget, and uh, and it was sure. and it was worth it, I I suppose, uh, for the band at the time. Um, but uh, you know, this is again, this is ashes varies. This is not iced earth, and uh, so <laughs> those those big guarantees are not going to be there and stuff like that. So, you know, um, if we can get on and do, you know, a a European, you know, do an opening spot for a European festival or something like that. Um, that'd be great. Now, obviously, if the record blows up and goes crazy, and we can get some solid guarantees, and then that's awesome. You know, that's 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 where it'll be at. Is, you know, if we're selling records, and uh, and local promoters say, hey, it's worth it to get these guys here. We'll we'll go anywhere they want us to be. Uh, you know, it's, it is it really is about the, the financial aspect of it. It's a it's a tough tough business uh, right now, especially, and uh, so we'll, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, I was we'll actually going to ask you that, um, if I may, next. Just uh, kind of, and I have a lot of conversations with <clears throat> musicians and guys like Eddie Trunk on occasion when I when I see him. Um, you know, the state of heavy metal in general, uh, globally speaking. I mean, what, what's your take on it? I mean, on one end, you've got Iron Maiden and Judas Priest of the world still out there and right. doing pretty well, but then on the flip side. When you look at you know new young bands, a lot of times you know forced into playing smaller amphitheaters or even you know club shows like BB Kings and things like that. What's your sense just overall? I guess as a fan, I guess of heavy metal and where you see it, you know today the state of uh, of the industry right now. Yeah, I uh, well I, I do, man, and I'm in, I'm not I'm not gonna lie and say that I'm I'm you know I got my finger on the pulse of what's going on. You know I I'm sure that you know somebody like. Uh, like John, you'd be able to pick his brain a little bit more and, and certainly get you know more uh, information on that. But I, I think generally, yeah, it's, it, it is tough, man, um, because you know people don't people don't sell records and make money anymore. You know, people sell records to promote a tour, and that's cool. I mean, that's that's the way it used to be. You know, that back in the day, people used to sell you know do singles and all that other good stuff to promote going out and touring and, and that's how they would make money. And then it somehow, you know, at one point the, it, it switched and then you got all these, you know, the quote rock stars and, and you know, they were selling millions of records and, and that's how they made their money. They, they had really good deals with, with record companies and stuff like that. But, you know, thanks to, uh, you know, thanks to, 
it, it's it's a double-edged sword, man, the whole technology thing, you know, where it's great for me as far as a writer and being able to share files and stuff like that. It also lent itself to piracy, and, and people just stopped buying music in, in, in the mass that they did anyway, um, because now you can just steal it, and, and, and yep. people don't seem to have... People don't seem to have a problem with that. So it, that in, it, in itself changed the industry. Um, record labels weren't weren't you know making great deals on on, on records anymore um, because they weren't making money. And you know that's that's just it, man. That's capitalism. That's how it works. So so now bands are out there busting their hump, and I think for the most part, even you know bands like you know Iron Maiden are they're out there touring constantly, and they're making money. They're they're playing good sized venues and things like that. But at the same time, you know, back long ago, they wouldn't have had to have played as many shows as they're playing now to, to sustain themselves. Now they're playing a shit ton of shows to make, you know, the fraction of the money that they used to make just selling records. So it's it's tough, yep. man. It's a tough business. And then on top of that, because like I said before, when, when you've got all these bands out there touring, it's a full market, man. There's like... You could probably go to a show every other every other day, you know, um, if you're looking for the for the, the shows. And so, therefore, you know, when you have when you've uh, saturated the market, you know, you're not that's not really helping the smaller bands. You know, if you if the market is saturated, then you, then then the, at that point, the metal listener has to determine well which band is worth going to see. You know, because I don't I've I've got a limited budget. I'm sitting here at home and I'm I'm going well. This is my budget for entertainment for the month or whatever. Um, I'm not going to be able to go see every band. So in that regard, then you're 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 hurting as well. So um, yeah, yeah. And and also, uh, it sounds like do you, do you have to jump off right now? Or you, you uh, yeah. Well, I, I'll tell you what, man. I'll give him uh, this is Brett. I actually had done another interview with him. I'll give him a call back as soon as we're we're done here, man. Okay. Yeah, we can we can wrap soon because I know we've been on for about 30 minutes or so. I want to be obviously respectful of your time, and I know you're hopefully doing a lot of media around this release, but. Um, yep. Yeah, just I guess the um, well, I also other thing I was going to mention is I noticed like for example, Queensrÿche they've got a pre-sale for their new upcoming release, but it's a package with all kinds of uh, autograph merch and meet greet right. opportunities. It seems like you know just everything to try to uh, you know figure out a way to to sell the music, you know. Um, right. But, um, so is there anything else that uh, Matt that that you want to touch on or cover or anything you want to kind of put out to the fans uh, that maybe we didn't talk about already about um, you know the new release and your band? Uh, and I don't, you know, I can't think of anything right, right off the top of my head, man. I, I will say that yeah. I, I do really appreciate, um, everybody's, you know, I, I've got, we've gotten a lot of great feedback, uh, for the record. Um, and as always, we really, really appreciate everybody's support, uh, financially. I think that they get it. I mean, I, I come out here and I feel like I'm preaching. Uh, I, I know a lot of times, especially about the whole, you know, music, stealing thing and, and all that and and I don't I don't see that really happening from from our from our fan base you know whether whether it be um, you know ours or you know iced earth you know because I've kind of blend those two together sometimes because I know a lot of people still follow me from from iced earth so they I mean they get where you know where I land on things and they and a lot of times I feel like they're like I'm preaching to the choir to them because they they get it they totally get the the whole the whole thing and uh, and they understand that, hey man, I, I've got to buy this. You know, if it's if it's if it's not a physical copy, then it's going to be digital. I'm going to buy it from a, you know, legitimate source so that at least I know the the 
quote, artist is getting paid, or at least in, in our opinion, in, in my opinion, you know, we're not, again, Freddie and I aren't, aren't out to make a ton of money on this stuff, but we would like, certainly like our record company to make their money back on the on their investment, because um, that sure. just means to be able to do another record for them. And, and so, um, you know, I, I really, really in, endorse everybody going out, you know, we, we did a, a wonderful uh, thing with I think with getting Camille to do the art for this record I think the physical copy of of the CD and the uh, the the LP are going to be awesome I haven't seen them yet so I can't you know I haven't I can't say that I've I've flipped through the through the booklet or anything but I've seen the layouts and they look phenomenal so um, I yeah it looks with, like there's a two LP uh, release with uh, yep. looks like there's four there's like four sides basically with it looks like a bo- uh, bonus track so. That yep, would be yep. really cool from a collector. Yeah, it's, yeah. They they wanted to do a double just because they wanted the the sound, the quality of the sound on the records to be to be phenomenal. And and I hopefully uh, you know I I, expe- I suspect that they will be. Um, the splatter the splatter design also looks very cool. Um, I can't wait to see how that looks. Um, and yeah. and I hope that the the sound quality is is there for 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 all that. Um, but uh, yeah, the art we you know we wanted to to do something really special. And again, that that's. That's our version of special um, as, as far as just we wanted to create something that people are going to want to get their hands on and, and, and look, you know, look at and, and read the lyrics along with the songs and things like that and, and see the, yeah. the, the artwork um, that Camille's created, man, because it's really, really, really beautiful, very dark, but very beautiful at it the same is. time. Yeah, and I think to your point, I mean, just from a fan perspective, it's, you know, simple formula. You know, buy a ticket to a show. If you go to the show and you get on a guest list, buy a T-shirt, <laughs> you know, buy the, the, the vinyl download you know grab the cd off amazon whatever whatever because to your point i mean that's just the way uh, you got you know the bands keep funding uh you know being able to put out new music and support by touring and the whole deal you know so uh yeah those are those are you know it's not preaching it's i think as much as it is just it's how you support the industry and you know keep new metal coming out for people like guys like me to consume it you know (laughs) so um, yeah I got to share. I know you, we're gonna. We can wrap the call, uh, but I just was gonna share something really funny. I used to live in the D.C. market. Um, I now live up in upstate New York, and actually, I got into some show booking. So uh, I booked Dawkins last year, and I'm looking at doing some new shows this year. So I'll, you know, be in touch with your booking agent, hopefully, about that to see if we can get you guys up here, maybe. But uh, okay. I, I know the little town that you, uh, uh, you know, work in in, in Delaware, and I, it's on the way to the beach. So when I when I drive through, I'm always looking for your car. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll see Matt in this town. Yeah, hey man. And, uh, if, if, if you I'll do, please, stop please stop and say hi. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought you. My kids are always like, Rock, really? You know, Daddy, really? You know, you want to freaking see this heavy metal guy going through town? I'm like, yeah, I do. So uh, anyway, I thought I would share that with you. It's kind of kind of funny. So hey, man. Um, well, Matt, reach out. Uh, pre- it was nice uh, talking to you in this manner. Um, I hope maybe I'll see you out there somewhere on the road, or maybe I get a chance to bring you guys up to uh, Rochester, New York, where I'm based at the moment, and uh, really enjoying the, the CD. And I, you know, wish yep. you guys tons of success, and uh, hope uh, hope everything goes as you hope for this uh, this album and your band. All right, hey man, I, I thank you so much. I appreciate it, and yeah, I hope I'd love to get up there and and uh, and hang out, man. So yeah. try to make that happen. All right. Jam some metal. <laughs> right on. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and thanks for your time, and uh, good luck with everything. Really appreciate it. All right, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, everyone. Thank you so much. That was uh, Matt Barlow from uh, Ashes of Ares. The uh, new album, Well of Souls, is out now. So uh, go check it out. Download it. Buy it. Get it on. Check it out on Spotify. And uh, really want to thank Matt for his time today, and we appreciate the support of Heavy Metal as always, and we're doing our part 
to keep uh, metal alive and strong. Thank you very much for listening, and until the next show, the next interview, or the next CD. Thank you. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.